What up, everybody? Interior. Tonight's episode, I'm flying solo. Um, I had a little bit of a scheduling conflict um, with Matthias the Ill, uh, but we'll be back on track. We're scheduled to be at CreepyCon this weekend coming up. Um, so I think what we're going to do afterwards is we're going to, you know, hit the Saturday day for sure. First day, day one, and then um, have a little bit of a recap available for everybody. Probably do that later in the night, hopefully, because uh, Matt will have the night off and we'll have weird old Daryl and a few people out and about. Um, we're also going to be meeting up with um, Jason from Dads from the Crypt, um, who has graciously allowed us to come on to their show, which we'll be recording in March. So that'll be good kind of networking slash getting to know and make some new friends so that should be fun uh, but that goes without saying that uh, next week probably won't be a movie review um, like this week's um, spoiler alert again with the scheduling conflict no uh, availability to sit down with uh, Matt and watch anything so instead what I thought I'd do is just kind of fire off my own little independent episode here Yesterday, went out with the wife and kids, and we hit up the city of Burbank, California, and we went to a place called Mystic Museum. Mystic Museum, um, it's this little spot out in Burbank, started in 2013. Um, if you read their Our Path story on their website, you'll see that they started out as like a little oddity shop and museum of the occult. Um, actually, I'm going to read it verbatim, verbatim here from their website. In 2013, we began our journey as an oddity shop and museum of the occult, paranoia, mystical, and all things horror. Our main shop is divided into three sections, each with their own personality. Mystic Museum Oddities, the Oddities and Curiosity Shop, Camp Horror, the homage to 80s slasher and horror movies, that's where Mutant City Horror comes in, and the Mystic Museum, the store for all things goth, fashion, dark home decor and literature on the mystical you can read more it goes on a little bit more but i'll just kind of stop there for the sake of uh, today but those are the areas where i kind of want to focus on to start um starting with the mystic museum then um the oddities and then camp horror if you guys uh, if the audio is a little rough i apologize i'm currently sitting in my car uh waiting for the little one to come out of her quinceanera practice so we took the journey um, to Mystic Museum, got there in the afternoon, started in the back um, with the goth stuff. They had some really cool shit back there. Um, lots of uh, <laughs> everything was black. Almost, um, I hate to throw the term witchcrafty out there, but uh, it's, you know, it's uh, in the it's got that vibe to it. Lots of black stuff, you know, T-shirts, um bags accessories things like that what they had a bunch of were different types of tarot cards and i always fail to realize how popular um tarot cards are people love to either read or have their cards read and they have a shit ton variety of uh of tarot cards there so if that's something you're into i would definitely recommend going there and checking that out Moving from that room, we get into the oddities section, and I thought this room was pretty dope. Um, one of the things that really caught my eye kind of right off the bat were these just little, like, odds and ends, right? So they have these, like, these um, little um, glass jars with cork tops in them that have, like, single butterfly wings. They're kind of expensive. At least I, that's what I thought. They're 12 bucks a piece, but 
when you look at them, they're they're really fucking dope. Um, they had some shrunken heads in there, which I thought were pretty awesome. Um, they also had like, um, like a box of bones and some like some really weird ones though, like shit that you would never really see before. Uh, some of the ones that I can just kind of remember off the top of my head were um, rattlesnake bones. They had um, raccoon penises, which, uh, man, fucking those things were super fucking weird. Um, let's see. They had coyote teeth. They had buffalo teeth. Um, they had um, just kind of like different things um, that one would use to, you know, concoct a potion or an elixir or just some kind of weird, you know, strange brew stuff. The other thing I thought that was kind of cool in the same room was that they had like these really like old timey medical supplies, different kinds of medical tools that you would use, th things that you would see in like um, period pieces, you know, very just kind of strange odds and ends. A lot of elixirs and potions and then some witchcrafty jewelry. Not really my vibe or Perla's, but, you know, um, anybody who's into that shit would love exactly everything that was in there. It was, it was some really cool stuff. Then moving out from the middle of the museum and into kind of um, the front room, which is where the main entrance is, is where we find Camp Horror. And this is kind of where Perla and I spent a lot of our time. When you walk into the store, you're greeted with um, just like some typical takeaway stuff, patches, pins socks um some like uh change holders slash purses but everything is made up of you know um typical horror stuff uh, more more of your like run-of-the-mill i would call um mainstream popular horror stuff michael myers freddy jason chucky um, things like that but they have all kinds of um, other cool stuff there they had a bunch of like socks um, matchbooks um, like I said patches stickers they got this section where they have um, different kinds of like drinkware um, so they have like their own mugs that say camp horror on it uh, and then kind of spoiler alert they also home the 90 slashers exhibit which is kind of the main reason that Perla and I went there so they have a lot of like I love I heart 90 slasher swag so on a lot of like coffee mugs t-shirts um you know different kinds of uh different kinds of apparel now one thing that I did kind of notice throughout the store um was the Elvira merch and they have um these sweaters with like Elvira in like 80s kind of workout garb um, which I thought was pretty cool. Then they had these sports kind of like water bottles um, that had that same logo of her on it, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and on the shelf where they had those right below that, they had these kick-ass Tarman Tiki mugs, uh, which I know um, Reedy is a huge fan of the Tiki stuff. So uh, I should have picked one up for you, Reedy. I'm so sorry. I know I'm coming to see you in a little bit, but um, I think you would have dug one of these. Um, but uh, ceramic and just painted really well. Um, they, they, those were pretty fucking awesome. Moving around the room, they had, um, they had a shelf that had a bunch of VHS tapes, um, which Matt did kind of let me know that they were going to have. But the cool thing about the VHS tapes that they had there, I think the top shelf was uh, more of your older traditional 
um, you know, stuff that would have come out on VHS. But then, like, the lower shelf had a bunch of movies that you wouldn't expect to be on VHS. Um, so maybe they had custom boxes mated. Mated. Maybe they had custom boxes made. But um, nonetheless, they all look pretty kick-ass. Then they had a collection of CDs and then, some, you know, some uh, old movie posters, some kind of uh, unknown stuff. Um, and then again, just kind of a bunch of merch. They had these um, these T-shirts that had a slashback, the slashback video logo on it, which, again, spoiler alert, we went for the 90s slasher exhibit, and I was thinking that they had had the slashback video exhibit there too because I'd been seeing that on Instagram a lot. And I, when we bought our tickets for the 90s slashers, uh, exhibit they told us that there's a separate exhibit that's two blocks down the road but it was a separate charge for that as well and we were just going to do the 90s one so we didn't do that so i'm assuming because the slashback video was not um in the 90s slashers exhibit that that's kind of where it's at so we bought our tickets for the 90s slashers exhibit um they walked us around so the, the you buy the tickets in the middle section with all the um um the you know with all the occult stuff. And then they walk you back over to the camp horror section. Um, so in the very back of the first room, they have this cool tent, this pop-up tent, like a one-man tent that's set up with like a nature background. And it's got the um, the witch sticks from the Blair Witch Project. And they got this cool uh, neon sign that says camp horror in it. And it's this cool photo op spot. And Perla got in the tent and there's a, there's a flashlight in there and you can, you know, just kind of fuck around in there. So she took some pictures, um, you know, making that, you know, that whole thing of like telling a scary story in the dark and you're holding the flashlight up to your face. And then she was, you know, kind of flashing it looking like, you know, she heard a noise and something was coming. So um, a lot of cool pictures we took um, that way that I'll post on Instagram kind of throughout the week that you guys can check out. But the doors that lead into uh, the 90s slashers exhibit are right next to the tent. So um, the dude came and opened the door for us and then kind of brought us in, um, explained to us that, you know, they're just a group of people who love horror and we're there to, you know, kind of spread the love, um, everything. Uh, so you walk into this room and it's surrounded by um, a few movie posters. Um, I think uh, one was Urban Legend. The other one was Scream. Um, and then I know what you did last summer, which is kind of like um, they're kind of setting you up for what you might expect um, in the exhibit. And they said that they were, you know, from their actual movie posters from movie theaters. Um, they weren't signed or anything like that, but they were just kind of hung up. So that was cool. And as soon as you walk in or walk forward, you are greeted by a shelf with some movies on it. Um, had some classic horror stuff, H2O, The Faculty. Um, I think Freddy's Dead, um, Wishmaster, um, you know, just some cool stuff. And they had some like, you know, some popcorn right there. I don't think you can eat the popcorn, but <laughs> it was there. And when you walk through that room, you are led into um, a kitchen um, with a big um, stove in it. It's got a big range. And then it's, it's like a straight up kitchen. Um, it's meant to look like. Um, the kitchen from Scream. It's got um, the Jiffy Pop, like the old school kind of way where you can pop popcorn on the stove and like the big foil ball would pop up. Um, it's obviously a prop. 
they got a old cordless phone that you can pick up. Um, so Perla, you know, took some pictures with her holding the phone and making the popcorn. Um, but one of the things they had on there was this big ass uh, carving knife as well. So um, I picked that up and took some pictures uh, like I was coming at Perla with this carving knife. So that was kind of cool. When you transition away from there, they had this kick ass little room, uh, which is made to look like the bottom of the well from Silence of the Land. So it's got the light. It's got the basket <laughs> and it's got the little dog. I didn't see a bottle of lotion in there, but they were playing the song from that scene from Silence of the Lands uh, where Buffalo Bill was like, it puts the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again. So Pearl and I had a really good time uh, kind of reenacting that scene. Then from there, you're led into the living room from the first screen um, from when they were having the party. So there's this coffee table and it's got the beers on the coffee table with the Doritos. There's a bat. There's a bowl of popcorn and it's awesome because when you sit on the couch and you face the television the television is showing you on the couch kind of the same way it did in scream and so uh, we took a few pictures uh, with perla like reading the newspaper holding the popcorn and like you can kind of see um her you can see her uh in the tv so all really cool shit um they also had this big ass um decor on the wall like to the left of it that had a big you know ghost face on it and then i think it had um like a cell phone yeah it was one it's like an old nokia cell phone that looked like it was dialing 911, and then this big ass like bloody knife so again i'll post the pictures on instagram throughout the week so you can take a look at that coming out of there you walk into this other room where you find chucky or a chucky doll laying on the floor it's chucky um <laughs> laying on a pentagram with all kinds of candles around him and a dollhouse and shit, which I thought was kind of cool. I took some really cool pictures of that. Um, there's like some dead dolls uh, kind of around the area. But then you turn around immediately and there's this huge like uh, TV frame hanging from the ceiling. Um, it's it's meant to look like a TV screen, but, it's you know, obviously uh, empty in the middle. And then um, behind it is a well um, where the girl from... The ring is coming out of the well. Um, I almost said Juan because that's the the original one. Um, so you can, um, you know, kind of take a picture of it. And it looks like, you know, she's kind of, you know, coming out of the TV. We took some pictures with like uh, her kind of uh, biting us or trying to get away from us um, with the picture with the TV frame around it. So it looks like, you know, that's what's on TV. So that was kind of cool. And then across from that um there's this cool like little tremors um setup um which again uh pictures on instagram which i thought was kind of cool and then they had this like life-size wax figure of tony todd as the candy man so his rib cage all ripped open and he's got a mouthful of bees um and he's got his hook hand and then like you can take a picture with it you can pick up a crowbar and can, so pearl and i took pictures of us attacking uh candy man but um I, i'm so dumb I was wearing a short sleeve shirt, and so I tried to. I took the crowbar in my hand, and then I tucked my hand all the way into my shirt, and I tried to give Tony Todd like a high five on his hook, um, and Perla tried to take. I don't know. It's this stupid ass fucking picture. Uh, uh, maybe I'll post it, but uh, yeah, no. Um, it was cool though. Uh, I will definitely post the pictures of the uh, the wax figure, and then from there you walk through as well. And then they've got some exhibit, um, some stuff with uh, 
I don't know. I don't remember if I know the name of the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Perla and I just watched that movie the other. Well, Perla watched it. I caught the tail end of it. But, um, you know, I, I don't remember the name of the killer. But it's got like a little um, dock that you can come stand up on. And it's got like a fisherman's hook that uh, you can kind of hold and attack the guy with. And uh, just some cool um, backdrop scenery there. Um, and that was it. That was um, the 90s slasher uh, exhibit. I bought a couple stickers because I'm a sticker whore. I love stickers. So the more the merrier. But yeah, we had a great time. Um, recommended for anybody who's a 90s, uh, I mean, just a horror fan in general. Uh, go check it out. Go support a local. Have a good time. Get your pictures taken. Um, and I think that's about it for this week. Um, like I said, uh, we'll see everybody at CreepyCon who's going next week. And then um, you can always reach us on Instagram at Mutant City Horror. Um, or you can f- you know, email the show at uh, mutantcityhorror at gmail.com. And then um, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks.